0: Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box.
1: Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Ladies and gentlemen, Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast Brought to you by the Hot Take Hotbox. Fresh off of a UFC 290, but we are not actually that fresh. We are here to talk about UFC Vegas 77, I believe. Have a tough time always keeping track of these numbers. (laughs) A lot of different publications tell you different numbers. I'm going with 77 because I have 76 in the book before it. We got Holly Holm, Myra Bueno, Bueno Silva getting in there this weekend. I am joined by Ty Capone. Ty, how are you feeling today?
0: Pretty good. Got my coffee. Got my cup of Joe ready for a uh, Gennaro Valdez fight weekend. It's yeah. always good.
1: Yeah, we got. Pl- uh, we're gonna have to pull some plays out of the hat here, man. This is gonna have uh, to be a spectacle. <laughs> People are gonna watch. People are gonna talk about this for years after uh, the spectacle we yeah. put on
0: today. It's kind of funny because, like, I, I always poo poo like some of these events. You know, I'm tweeting Sean Shelby and Mick Maynard. I'm like, look, 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 what you did look what you did and then that's like Wednesday it'll be like Thursday or today like Friday And I'm like yo I can't fucking wait <laughs> I can't fucking wait to see Tucker Lutz get in there man I can't wait or like this dude to is she the next Rousey like I start getting excited about all the things like Stella Nunez upset of the century like
1: well that, so. that could have something to do with the fact that we are a little sick in the head that's you yeah know, I, that's
0: you know understatement, if you will. Th-
1: that's it. Yeah. And that's a different conversation for a different podcast for a different day. But we are here <laughs> to talk about Holly Holm, Myra Silva going down at 135 in the Apex this weekend. Saturday, the, clock, the uh, card starts at 7 o'clock, so it'll be a late-night sort of uh, card, which is kind of disgusting that some of us are going to be up at 12 o'clock, 12.30, watching Holly Holm get in there and fight yeah. a five-round fight. But uh, I guess... I'll start this off with Myra Buena Silva is a plus one forty five underdog. Uh, it's pretty much consistent across the board, except some other ones. Uh, Holly Holm being minus one seventy five, one seventy. Unfortunately, that is a uh, not. I am not comfortable with that money line. That's a little too large of some juice to lay down. But I guess Ty, I'll ask you really what your thoughts are on this fight i i my instinct right away was is kind of to not bet this fight i don't really have an avenue uh, by which i think home i mean a home decision seems like uh, it would be but that it seems like a, a good bet always but that's a long that's a long 5 rounds to get through yeah. for someone in, in silva who's never been in a 5 round fight at the ufc level i believe i mean I, unless i was snoozing through that one which i i would not be surprised but uh you know, home plus home plus one fourteen, one ten for a decision seems like the best bet, uh, you know, instinctually, but I, I just don't know. I guess I'll ask you your thoughts.
0: Um I uh, yeah, I kind of agree. I think it's it's always tough to bet on a forty one year old, you know, like even a woman's MMA. When you're when you get to that age in life, things just start to happen that didn't happen before. Everybody always tells me like once you turn thirty, the hangover's are gonna be worse. And I know Holly Holmes a supreme athlete. <clears throat> Uh, but you know, once you turn 40, I like that I analogy imagine- right
1: there. I like that. that-
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, you know, hangovers are already hit hard for me. So I can't imagine, you know, what happens uh, physically to my body. Like I can wake up and, you know, I'm like, Oh man, I can't walk for the next week when I'm 30 or 40. Like she's a Supreme athlete. But again, man, being that old, it's just like the wheels are going to kind of fall off randomly. You know what I mean? It just went, and it's hard to just bet on something like that, random, um, I think she's she's got a couple inches of reach. She's got a couple inches inches of height. Um, I believe Boyne and Silva needed the uh, what's it called the the the, the towel? No, they, the whatever. When, uh, uh, struggle with yeah. Wait, yep. stool, the step stool, the something, the curtain, the curtain. The curtain. Let's call it the curtain. There it is. <laughs> she needed the curtain? So I guess she was getting you know getting naked back there. Hopefully Joe Rogan wasn't watching, but. Um, so I think maybe the the weight cut was a little uh, tough for her. Also, I, I just don't know if this is a great style. Like Maya still has some good strength, power. She's strong. Um, you know, I think she has she has a knee bar and an arm bar in the last two fights. So she's got like good submission grappling, and I think she has some good just like power. she only has one knockout in her career, but she has like, good low kicks. She hits kind of hard. Um, she tapped out Jillian Robertson. Like that's not you know that's not easy to do. But no. right after that, she had a just you know disappointing performance. After, I think, a two-year layoff against Marina Moroz, where she just you know ran out of time, pretty much. Uh, she's won three in a row since the Manon Firo loss and the Montana De Rosa draw. But, you know, really, really low competition. Um, the Egger fight, was was the Egger fight the, the fan tap Or maybe not? Now the
1: Egger one is the one where you, I think, switched last second. Uh, on because it was your girl Edgar, and then you were like, "No, nah, no, nah, she's cooked." I was like, "Wait, yeah. what?" I'm like, "Wait, we we gave we gave out uh, Edgar on the on the podcast." <laughs> right. so like, "No, nah, no, nah, I'm on point show, but I'm like, "What, dude?" <laughs> you were pissed. I was, you were about well, to I'm, I'm heated because then you. the girl gets armbarred <laughs> in the first minute of the fight. I'm like, "Jesus Christ, dude, what did you know?" You're like, "I don't worry about it, man." You know,
0: like, <laughs> yeah, have... no, I, me and Derek Minner, we? We know. Um, <laughs> so I think you know, like Holly Holmes. You know, she her wrestling has come such a long way. Like I think she's gonna get takedowns. I think she's gonna do, get top control. Um, she's gonna have to watch the arm and maybe I guess you know her knee for a kneebar. But I think she's she's smart, man. She's been around for so long. I mean, she's been in five rounders before. Um, she's coming off of four takedowns against Yana Santos. Um, she fought Ketlin Vieira to a split. I mean, look what she did to, Ke- to Renee Aldana not too long ago, like less than two years ago. She gave her a fucking vet lesson, and there was people out there. Uh, I, I was not one of them I thought Renee was going to beat him in the new name. And um, that just, you know, it just wasn't going to happen. So, the fact that um, Holly Holm, I mean, I remember watching that fight at work. I had money on Renee Aldana, and she got taken down five times. She couldn't get back up. Like, Holly Holm's strong, man, like, Oh yeah, I think she's the better the better striker here. maybe she's not as powerful like i I do like some of sellella's games, but she gives up takedowns and I've seen her gas out in three round fights like how's how she gonna do it in a five round fight you know um, tough weight cut. I, I think there's a lot of things stacking up against her. Maybe she she could get like a late you know finish or catch her in something. It's definitely possible, but I got Holly home. I think she wins the decision. Ooh. I think she. I think honestly, there's a chance Holly could finish her late. I, you know, if Myra just you know kind of gives up, but um, it's not, I don't think that's something I want to want to necessarily necessarily bet on. I don't think Holly Holmes. You know, when's the last time she got a finish? Was it? Was it? Um,
1: I can't have, yeah. Was it I it Bech it. Yeah. And yeah. Twenty
0: seventeen. We know we know the deal about best. She so. was
1: pointing at the roof while that was happening. So. <laughs>
0: I don't think I don't think she's gonna get the finish. But I could see for round four, round five, like this is a kind of a weird this is like a meme card. Like, I can see a lot of late finishes from a lot of people who just gas out. There seems like a lot of frauds in this card. I mean Oh yeah. Just be honest. Um so yeah, I think it's 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 kinda simple, but it's also not I mean, I know the 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 fighter who's about ten years younger wins sixty seven percent of the time. So that's something to look out for, I guess, you know. Anytime you bet on somebody old, they could just they could just wake up and be cooked, so I, I might just include Holly in like a parlay. I'm not too sure, though. I have no play on this. My play would be Holly by decision. But even then, uh, you know, that's, like you said, 25 minutes is a long wait for a bet, you know, when you're going to be just. Open. Against a girl lands, who's never, you know, like you said, the kick.
1: gas is out in three round fights. And then, you know, you don't. I I will tell you, folks, that I love this plus 400 number on inside the distance, if that's an accurate number. Because I'm seeing that, for on, Holly. Uh, yeah, bet three six five right now, uh, plus four hundred. So if you can get that for Holly, uh, Silva's less than less than that at plus three fifty. So it's you know, uh, I mean, the decision bet seems like the sound bet because it's it's favorited way. You know, it's it's the lowest odds of any of them. Uh, I, I just don't. I'm with you though. I don't think I want to play this. I don't. I don't want anything to do with this. I like Holly home as a parlay piece at, at that minus one eighty. Maybe with something else. On this card that you can find, that's a little bit more of a solid, uh, sound bet. But uh, I mean, if you're listen, I, I'm I'm going to tell you, I think Holly wins. I don't trust her to finish it, and I don't trust Myra Buenasilva Silva to stay uh, upright for 25 minutes. So I'm going to stay away. I think it's the smart thing. This to is do.
0: um, this is something where you know if you're a DraftKings or a Fanduel or Prize Picks player, I would look at uh, Holly Holmes takedowns. I think she's going to get a couple for sure. I think she might get like four or five. Uh, if it's a five-rounder, maybe six, like maybe more than that. I, her wrestling's really gotten a lot better since she started uh, making, oh, I'm sorry, not making out, training with John Jones. Um, of course, they don't.
1: Come on, man. I'm just, you
0: know, just saying. Uh, but no, she, she has, I mean, she's at 41 and her wrestling's getting better. Like making improvements that late in your career, especially when you were literally in a different sport, um, that's impressive. That's impressive, honestly. If she's gearing up for that Ronda Rousey comeback, I'm here for it.
1: So yeah, I don't about? know. I hear I hear people saying that that's not a thing, but it, it kind of seems like it might be a thing. Uh, I I and I, I keep hearing like <laughs> Chelsea Chandler saying that she's coming back at 45. I'm like, how does Chelsea Chandler have the scoop on this? But, what
0: does Chelsea? Yeah, what does Chelsea Chandler know? Let's yeah, be honest. You know, I, you know um, I don't
1: really know what who she is or why she even said anything <laughs> like that. <but. laughs>
0: so also the 145 145 divisions dead as we know. But listen, uh, if if Rhonda came back and they were like, you know what, we're going to put her in there against Macy Chasson, don't you think people would, like, that would sell just because it's Ronda Rousey, right? Absolutely. Like, it doesn't, no matter who she fights in that division, she could fight Norma Dumont or Chelsea Chandler. And, like, people would be like, yo, Ronda, uh, Ronda Rousey's back. Let's watch. And also, would she lose any of these checks? I mean, maybe. Like, if she stood standing with Macy Chasson, I think she could get hurt. But
1: I mean, if she uh, could she still grapple the way her. she used to, then she could yeah. fucking toss her. Like, I don't, I don't toss know. toss all of them. It's been so, so long. Um, and I don't know why she would want to do that, though. But I mean, maybe I, she's just I bored.
0: Guess, I guess there's nothing going on. I mean, the the WWE's like, get out of here. Like you keep coming back and leaving, and coming back and leaving.
1: Well, as a yeah. uh, as a astute uh, WWE fan, they are not using her uh, well either. So she's kind of just there, hanging out, really not yes. doing anything of consequential value. So she's I still guess Livy
0: Morgan—that's for sure.
1: Shout out, man. Honestly, but uh, how about? Well, you know, there you go. So we, we really don't have a play there. I, I hate to do that, but, yeah. you know, we got to do you know, what we got to do. We got to be smart about it. I do this. like
0: that Apex main events seem to always, always go the distance. Um, yeah. And it seems like main, a lot of main events in general. It's something I've kind of noticed recently. So, um, you know, it's going to be a late start. It's going to be a long night. You know, maybe they're just, uh, they just go out there and have a little low low volume, low output, just, just a fight. Just, you know, just a eh, fight. So.
1: Jack della Madalena got moved up to the co-main. Pump. Uh, some people are saying that he is not worthy of it. That Albert Durayev should have been the co-main, but uh, no, yeah. that's not true. Uh, Basil Hafez, Hafez or Hafez is getting in there. Uh, God bless this man making his, I believe, UFC debut. Uh, coming yep. off of a Fury FC knockout of Evan Cuts. I know you Cuts. were you were there that night. <laughs> You uh, were locked in, but uh, what are the odds, odds on this? I have not seen the odds, but minus um, five fifty, I think. Okay, so it, it's uh, somewhat uh, within reason, I guess. But uh, listen, I don't uh, you're you're lying if you really know much about Mister Buzil. I would say the uh, out there, you can Nick you famous. can watch some uh, tape or whatever, but you really you don't know much about the Habibi. So I guess I'll ask you: Do you like Jack Della inside the distance here?
0: Yeah, I think he's going to get it done. Uh you yeah, first second round I'm not sure this guy actually seems Minus like he's pretty good There you go That's a, a big Christ, line trying to find out where this guy Basil is from he says he's from PA He's from Serbia uh Syria sorry not Serbia um I'm not sure he's where He's fought
1: uh, in a Maverick which I have seen uh, I've gone to a, one of their events no not Miranda Maverick <laughs> okay. uh, MMA I, I have attended um, of their events a draw against Jeremiah Wells by the way
0: yeah, and he also lost to Mr. Cutts. Um, the thing about it, he had a recent split win over Anthony Ivy, and that's a, that's a re- real real uh, uh, tough look. The, the thing I've noticed with him, it seems like his cardio is just really bad. He, he, he's a black belt, and he's going to work that jiu-jitsu. He's going to work that grappling, and uh, I think that's how you beat Jack Della. I think that's how, you, how he will lose when he does. Uh, I know he, he tapped out Randy Brown, but remember Anj, Anj, Lusa, Anj Lusa had him in an arm triangle. Um, I remember, who's the other dude? Was it, uh, Amiv? Uh, Amiv took him down, <clears throat> had some success early, but <clears throat> Jack, you know, works back to his feet pretty well. He's still improving. His standup's nasty. I think this, this Hafez guy has some good you know, power and strength and, and whatnot. And honestly, I think he might be able to take him down, <clears throat> especially early. But after that, man, he's probably, you yeah, know, yeah, if he, if he doesn't get De- Jack Dell out of there with like a choke or any kind of sub. He's probably cooked. Uh maybe, maybe this is somewhere where you live bet Jack Della, like maybe after the first round and he, he loses the first round, you can get him at like minus one fifty or you know? Um also he could just come out there and starch him. He goes to the body well, he goes up top. Really I just I love his game. And also he stayed in Vegas because he just wanted to fight. It doesn't matter. He didn't care who. He wanted to fight. Yep. He came out here for a reason, spent what, ten thousand on his train training camp. He's not going back home. He wants to stay here, get a win, maybe get a performance bonus and balance. So I think it's going to be quick work uh, for Jack Dell. I don't want to bet here. I don't think there's really any play. I mean, if you want to take a shot on the dog or a sub or something like that, <clears throat> I could see it. I mean, that's how he has to win. That's how he does win. So, you know, um, I don't think it's impossible. He's a, Like I said, he's a black belt, and he's subbed a bunch of guys before. So it, it could be something. I think Jack Dell, I don't think he's a fraud, but um, I don't know. I just – I really want to see him get tested um, by somebody on the ground. I don't know if this guy's it, but –
1: yeah, which it's got to come at some point. I, I I think the original fight, which was supposed to be him and Sean Brady, would have been the closest Man. thing we get to that test.
0: I wish that fight. But happened. But that I, leads
1: me to believe that J JDM, which I am going to call him Jack Della, uh, he uh, his training camp was primarily focused on making sure that he was ready for the ground game, or you know, just yeah. prepared. And I am going to expect that the uh, Habibi is not as good as Sean Brady on the ground. Or Habib. That- yeah, or Habib, I would hope not, but uh, I do have a play here. I'm gonna go Jack Della, uh, round one TKO plus one fifteen, and I'm just gonna say that he adds another little, uh, you know, feather to the cap. And I mean, I, I round two at plus four, like five fifty, seems nice. Yeah, uh, I, I honestly until, don't until think. You- no, like
0: I, until the first round he smokes and you're like god damn it.
1: Exactly. And I don't think it's a bad bet to maybe like if you don't even really want to bet anything but you know he's going to knock him out, maybe you play both and yeah. you know, if round 1 hits then you you don't really win or you double down on round 1 and you win your money but you could, you know, there's ways you could play with it and still make some money here. Uh, I just uh I, that's my play, so that's what I'm going with. How about we keep it moving? Uh yeah, that's right ladies and gentlemen. Atman Azaitar is getting back in there against Francisco Prado. Francisco Prado is the guy who we talked about when he fought Jamie Malarkey. And we we thought, or I I was ready to take a shot. I think I did take a shot down the field that night. Uh, But he just kept getting taken down, I think. And really was just kind of getting outpointed by Mr. Malarkey. And this is a guy who all of his fights or all of his wins have been by finish. And he's fighting uh, Atman Zaitar, whose members smuggled a bag into Fight Island, uh, into his hotel, I believe. There was some sort of illegal shit going on there. And then yeah. he was cut from the UFC and then came back and got cleaned out by Matt, the steamroller for Vola. So you really don't know <laughs> what versus. He was a
0: there, too. I believe like he was.
1: I believe he was. And he cost me some money that night, so I have not let that go. <laughs> but this is right down the middle of at minus 115, 105, uh, with a slight lean towards Francisco Prado. Uh, I like Prado here. I've never really, uh, I mean, although I've probably bet Zaytar in the past, it's more of just been against his his level of competition, I guess. Uh, I, I, I like Prado here, and I think the inside the distance wouldn't be a horrible bet.
0: I like that as well. I think, you know, he, he was kind of competitive against Malarkey. Like, yeah, he you know, he lost and. And whatnot, but that's you know I, I don't know if he was twenty or twenty one at the time, but dude, that's a fucking tough debut. Um, he, I believe he's from Argentina, right? And I know a lot of those fighters usually have a uh, you know uh, a bad history. And who's the Argentine, Argentinian who just fought in the last
1: card? Uh, uh, young kid,
0: He's pretty solid, man. Like, and I like this kid. I like Prado a lot. He had a Kimura attempt in round three against Malarkey. You know, was close. Not really, but. Uh, he tried, you know. He didn't look completely gassed. He's not like some of these other guys. Um, who's the really short old guy from Argentina? Guedo, uh,
1: yeah, Guido. Yeah,
0: like you know, his whole career he was just a fraud. So I actually like this Prado kid. He's he's much bigger, much longer. Yeah, um,
1: he's fucking huge compared to uh, Zaita. He's he a guy. big boy, five man. inches of reach and three inches of uh, height. So I've
0: seen I've seen some really good ground to pound from him. Uh, I think he has a really good chin too. Like Malarkey was hitting him a lot and. Uh, you know, those Argentines—they're tough bastards, man. You really can't. <laughs> if you know anything about Argentinians, if you ever dated an Argentinian, uh, I've not. They're—they're—they're they're, uh, they're pretty crazy, but uh, <laughs> there's a lot. There's—they're just—they're tough people, I'll say. You know, I mean, look at Ponzinibbio. The guy almost died, came back to fight, got knocked out, came back again and won. Like they're—they're uh, they're tough, man. And Azatar, the problem with him is, I feel like he's an older version of Prado. Uh, he likes to bang. Um, he has good power, but he, I just don't think he has a good chin. I don't think he has good cardio. You know, he's pretty much round one or bust. The problem is, I think he, they might just stand and bang until one of them falls, and that's that's kind of tough. But even even with that, man, I I, I just think he's on his way out. Yeah, he's thirty three. Um, he's coming off a really bad KO. So for that, yeah, I I like uh, I like Prado money line. Um, what's his? Actually, no. What's his uh, inside of distance? Plus one thirty five. Yeah, I think we should uh, we should take that. So I'm gonna go Prado inside the distance. I think he knocks him out. <clears throat> I'm not too sure about uh, you know the ground game of each guy, but I don't think it's, that's going to really take place unless one of them gets dropped, which should happen. So give me Prado TKO. That's the official pick.
1: Are you putting it on the card? Yes, I am TKO. Oh boy, here we go. Let's or we'll see. just do inside the distance okay. just to be sure. Plus two fifty on the uh, TKO though for the record. So. Yeah.
0: I don't like that disparity. I, I, you know, he pulls out a triangle armbar. Like, no, yeah. where did that come from? You're
1: right though. Like that in that Malarkey fight, he was pulling shit out where I was like, Whoa, like that he was yeah. throwing trying to throw triangles up. He had that Kimura locked in and he almost like uh, he was reversing. He has, like, he has more
0: subs than KOs for yeah, what that's worth. I he, know it's on the, you know, samurai fight house, but I mean, look at the guys he's fought. Thirteen and three before he came to the UFC, six and 8 and two, like, you know, not world beaters, but it's not oh no two and two
1: oh and eight so better than oh, Alaska man. fighting championships. That's <clears throat> that's uh, for sure. There's definitely that's some sure. levels to this. <laughs> so Albert Daraev, Junyoung jo- Park getting in there. Uh, what the Iron do we Turtle. have? How do we have odds wise here? We have uh, the Iron Turtle is my as a crazy name. I love that though. Minus one sixty one fifty for the Iron Turtle. Albert Daraev is plus one twenty five one thirty five. Uh, I'm trying to remember what was Jung Young Park's last thing out. It was a win against, Oh, to Lulon. Uh, I mean, his last two wins.
0: Things. I mean, you know, him and Joseph Holmes,
1: <laughs> Eric, your boy, Anders. That, and that was a fight where I thought was very, uh, I, I don't think he won that decision. If I remember correctly, I thought I, I was arguing that I thought Anders won, but I am a big, your boy fan. So, uh, I, I guess I'll ask you what you really, uh, I, there's really nothing that I, jumps out at me right away. I, Darayev is a tough one to get behind. He i mean, he's got a sick topology pick, so that always kind of sways me a little bit with him just standing in front of a fucking Mercedes, but Yeah. Uh you know, the win against Chitty, he went through the fire there a little bit. He got his eye shut against Joaquin Buckley. Uh the win against Kopilov, which uh, you know, is not a horrible win, but it's that's pretty much it for your UFC. You know, and then a lot of fights in A C B against guys who uh, at the very least, have a lot of fights. So I, uh, you know, you yeah. really don't know what <laughs> to think here. I guess I'll ask you what your thoughts are.
0: I kind of like the under here. I, I like under two and a half is plus money. Um, I could see this go in the distance. I think that's probably going to be. Um, it, it's probably going to be what Derive wants to do is just wrestle and and kind of do what he did the Chidi here. But I think Parks a a tougher test than Chidi. I think Derive is is a pretty good pretty good starter. But his cardio, he just fades every fight, man. Uh, I, I really loved his, his fight against Roman Copilot, but he got dropped. Uh, he also got dropped twice against Buckley. He, you know, he gets hit, he gets hurt. He doesn't really have a good chin. Uh, he's pretty much like the definition of the Russian the Russian coast style, in my opinion. Um, you know, he, he'll he'll be winning around, and then he'll just stall, um, or he'll be winning around, and then he'll just give it up. Um, I I think honestly, he probably should be at one seventy. Um, he might be a little bit bigger. Than- He's also got a couple years of uh, age on him, and I think he's much less experienced. I don't know. I remember. <laughs> I remember John. Do you remember John, John Young? Park fought John Phillips. He landed ten significant strikes and two hundred and sixty total strikes. So very, uh, you know, wide array of striking there. He's coming off two wins against you know two really bad fighters, and he beat Eric Anders in a fight where he got taken down a couple times. So. I don't know, man. It seems like two very inconsistent fighters, in my opinion. I do like Park more. I just I don't trust. <clears throat> I don't trust either guy. This is like a middleweight fight where I just you know when do we ever trust guys in the middleweight division? It's really rare. So uh, for that, I'm gonna pa- I'm gonna pass. I think I might play Park here. I, I really don't know. I'm, I'm trying to figure out who's gonna have the wrestling advantage or who's gonna win the wrestling exchanges, especially uh, if it gets out of the first round. I still like the under though. I don't know, man. I think I'm going to go under two and a half, plus one fifteen. I, I think I like that. You taking it? Yeah. All Park right. has a couple subs in a row. You know, Dariaev is going to try to try to pretty much do that. I mean, he uh, on the contender series, he got a, a neck crank. Um, yeah, he didn't go the whole distance against Buckley. So, yeah, I like the under two and a half.
1: All <laughs> right. How about I have nothing for the record. I just I I. I Everything you said, Smart. I don't. I don't trust either one of these guys. I'll probably play something because I'm just a degenerate. But I, I don't. I, I mean, I don't really like. I, I mean, maybe Derev might have. I mean, you would think he's Russian, so he would probably would have the grappling advantage. But like you said, like he just he fades so radically, and Jung Park Easy, comes man. on towards the end of these fights if he survives these grappling exchanges. So I probably lean Park, but I just don't know how he wins, or maybe this is a parlay piece of some sort. But I don't even trust that. So it's yeah, I'm staying away. <laughs> Norma Dumont, wow, friend of the our podcast, girl. our girl. She has not called in in a while. That's uh, been uh, unfortunate, but she's I, I had to move the phone <laughs> for all of you uh, hardcore fans. I had to move the phone out of my room because she would call all the time during the podcast, which was unfortunate. I, yeah, we wanted to talk to her, but you know, she's she speaks Portuguese. We don't speak Portuguese, <laughs> and uh, our boy the translator had other stuff to do, so. Norma Dumont, 9-2 against Chelsea Chandler, who has the inside scoop on all Ronda Rousey news and things of that nature, which is interesting. Very interesting, if you think about it. But she, Chelsea Chandler's only plus 120 here against a Norma Dumont who's minus 145. I don't even remember Chelsea Chandler's UFC fight against... Well, she uh, fought uh, Rankin, man.
0: So she got taken down. She got mounted. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Quick... Quickly, and then you know Julia Slowyrenko. She went for the arm bar, and what happens is when she gets it, she wins. When she doesn't get it, she loses. And <clears throat> Chelsea Chandler treated her appropriately, got her out of there, which I think is you know I like seeing that. <clears throat> However, she's 32. Um, I you know I think her stand up is very sloppy. I, I don't you know I think she might be bigger and stronger than Norma, which is kind of surprising because Norma's a pretty big girl herself, but she has big light a big lower body, yeah. if you will. Um. The same age, you know, getting taken down to Matt by JSP really – I can't believe we're calling her that still. Really um, drives me crazy. Uh, she does that. She is mean, though. I'll give that to Chelsea Chandler. She is mean. She's from Stockton, 209 stand-up. Um, so I think she's, you know, she's not going to just let – like Norma Dumont will uh, let her foot off the gas and be like, you know, kind of coast. I don't think Chelsea Chandler will do that. The problem is I think Norma's just much better striking-wise. And I think, honestly, she could probably get the down, Get, get takedowns. I think she could also get taken down herself. Um, when she remember, she fought Macy Chaston. She got taken down six times, but she lands takedowns at a decent at a decent clip. Her accuracy is not great, but about one point one six per fight per fifteen, I believe. Uh, her takedown defense is solid. Her striking ratio is pretty good. Her striking defense is good. Uh, it just you know most of her fights are what boring. That's pretty much what she is. I mean, she couldn't get Danielle Wolf, Wolf out of there, and that chick was you know one of the worst lowest level signings ever. The like chick was like 40 and she was like four and zero. So, um, we can't sign Cedric Dumbe, but we can sign Danielle. Wolf. make, make it make sense. Um, <clears throat> also the thing with Dumont, <clears throat> I feel like she's been dropped, wobbled, hit hard. Like I don't think she has a good chin really. Like she, she looks like she has some quit in her, but, um, I don't know, man. I think she might get out wrestled and out hustled here, but I really think, she, you know, this fight's kind of for her. I, I know she, um, I know she's a little. Sh- I just don't, I don't know who's I don't know who's going to really uh, you know bite down on their mouthpiece and win the minutes, win the third round. If it, if it's a close fight, I really just don't know. So I'm going to pass. I want to take Norma. I really do, but I I've I've been fucked by Norma before, not literally. Um, wow. So uh, I wish, but yeah, I just wow. it's tough. It's really it's really tough to trust her. Um, so I'm staying away. I, I just cannot. I really want to bet against Chelsea Chandler. I th- I just don't think she's that good. You know, I think she's t- she has a lot of a will, but she doesn't have a lot of skill. So I'm gonna pass. But I, my pick would be Dumont decision. Maybe she finishes late. Honestly, she 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 hits hard. She has a pretty good jab, Norma. But she, how often does she really go for it?
1: Everything inside me wants to uh, wants to bet Chandler line. Wow, but, uh, I can't do it. Fade the fraud, I see. Yeah, I just can't do it, man. You know, I, I I it's not the right thing to do. It's not the smart thing to do and way, yeah i'm staying away man i just gotta do what i gotta do so we keep it moving ladies and gentlemen i, I, I as you can as you guys guys can tell there's a lot of not no place from uh, me and ty here yeah. we are we are almost through the main card and we only have We're two plays each which is we should tell you people that stay away from a lot of this shit man because it's there's a lot of uh, we don't know what's going to happen going on here, and I mean we really never know what's going to happen. But I don't even have a feeling about either one of these girls. Like I, I don't know what what version of Norma Dumont's going to have. We don't know enough about Chelsea Chandler, yeah. like you said. Like who is going <laughs> to win these minutes? Norma, let's win. It's ta- like let's shit happen in fights. But like you said, Chelsea Chandler got mounted by a much smaller, you know, Julia JSP Stolyarenko. So yeah, what are you going to do, uh, Terrence McKinney? Your boy getting back in there against Nazim Sadikov. Uh what was the last time we saw Sadikov? He got in there, he had a big win, I'm pretty sure, right? F- against Evan F- Elder. F- right? Yeah, he was losing. He was losing and he got real
0: lucky with that knee.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he cut that motherfucker bad, man.
0: That was bad. That was one that was a brutal man, but uh, I also had money on him that fight. I was like, "Damn, okay, I'll take a, you know, uh, a late stoppage in a fight we were losing."
1: Yeah, S- um, S- Sadikov's the favorite here. <laughs> I guess this is a perfect opportunity for you to uh, hammer your boy here.
0: Yeah, I really want to, and I think I, the the thing I want to the the play I want to make is McKinney by sub. The problem is he's so just he's just so hard to really get a gauge, You know, last fight against um, Bonfim, he kind of like you know, he didn't do what he usually does necessarily. It went to the second round, but he didn't he didn't look good still. So it's you know. Uh, I I really don't know. I really, really don't know with him. So, And then you have Sadikov, like, I don't know, I like a little bit of what he does, but, um, you know, like like we said, he was losing to Evan Elder. He did go to the third round on the contender series against that guy.
1: You can't <clears> be <throat> losing to Evan Elder, man. No, he has a key,
0: and it looks like he has a lot of late finishes, which I kind of like, but also kind of don't like. It shows me that he's not getting these guys out of there as quick as he should. Um he trains with Matt Frivola, which is kind of ironic, ironic, uh, given McKinney sparked him in like one second. Um, he has a combat combat sambo background, Sadikov does. Good left hand. He has some good things to him. Um, and I think when he lost his first fight, it was his first pro fight and it was his only loss. I think he, he throws spinny stuff a lot. I think what happened in that fight, he threw one, got caught, got choked out. <clears throat> you do that here against Terrence McKinney. Like, he's got good strength, good power. He's a good athlete. I think Sadikov's a big boy himself. Like, uh, you know, I think he can stuff some takedowns, but I don't know, man. McKinney's going to give you help. Early on. <clears throat> I just don't know. I, I really don't know what kind of McKinney's going to show up. We know what he wants to do, but um, he just has some of that, you know, Devontae Smith, comma-worthy, who else? Who else is just a quick starter that just dies after that? Um, anybody, really. He, he really has one of the worst gas tanks. He's like the, you know, I said before, he could beat Conor McGregor in the first minute or two. And after that, he can probably lose to, you know, CM Punk. Oh
1: so, my God. <laughs> I, I just,
0: I don't know what we're going to get from him. The variance really drives me crazy. I really want to take him. I feel like it's, it's a minor market o- uh, overcorrection here. Uh, I don't know, man. I really don't know. I, you know, do I trust the black wolf? Um, Probably not. Probably not. So I think I'm going to, probably can't play the under here. Cause that's probably juiced through the roof. So, um, I'm gonna pass. I have a couple dogs that I kind of feel confident-ish in, so I'm gonna pass on McKinney. I really want to take him, um, but I think he, there's a chance he just gets sparked early. Also, I mean, you know he he doesn't have a good chin. He does have good striking defense in general. So, um, and so it's possible he, that these guys power.
1: like that he just like yeah, like you said, like folds up. Like this Sadikov just brings it to him, and he just does has no response for. It. We've seen that from McKinney a few times. Like you said, yeah. he comes out he comes out strong, and then he just kind of withers away. And it's happened a lot in his uh, fights a, a, in recent memory, and he's been finished a lot too. So it's yeah. you know what he's I think got he's four TKO sub. losses and one sub loss. So it's you think he's a live a live uh, dog in the sub uh, department? I do, I do.
0: I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bet it because I just uh, you know Plus there's so much variance in this fight. Yeah, there's so much variance. If it was a little higher, I would take it, but. Um, that's my – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick him the win by rear naked because that's my boy. Um, he's been training with Kevin Holland, so I don't know if that's necessarily going to help his cardio <laughs> or wrestling. You know, two weaknesses that he has are also two weaknesses of Kevin Holland, but we'll see. I think – we'll see. That's all I'm going to say. I think this is going to be a good fight to watch if you uh, you know, like, like action, if you like McKinney. Um,
1: but I'm going to pass. I'm going to bet McKinney money line. I just uh... – oh. I just think I need to oh, I need well, to get well. back in the action, man. I I can't sit here and just watch this whole card s- slip by and not have plays. So that this is one of those where I just ha- I kind of just got to play something, man. I, I, I like and, it. and I got to live with it. I got to live with the results, man. So that is the main card for this. I, I keep it moving, ladies and gentlemen. To uh, if this page will reload, there you go. Tucker Lutz, like you said, a, a Tucker Lutz fight weekend against Melsic Bogdasarian at 145. Bogdasarian, uh, when was the last time we saw him? It was a loss, I believe, yeah, to Josh Kulabao, who rear-naked choked him. Kind of just punked him, On, if I remember correctly. Yeah. I think I had yeah, Bogdasarian. Too. Yeah. <clears throat> it was like, I think Bogdasarian was doing well, and then, like, I think he clipped Kulabao or something along those lines, and then kind of just, like, I remember just being so mad at Melsic because he just did some dumb shit. And just kind of yeah. got himself. He does caught. that, yeah. It's, it seems also, like also This is a
0: the battle of the guns. Uh, I think Tucker Lutz is Top Gun, and Melzig is the Gun. That's their nickname. Well, well which is so funny. I'll take
1: the Gun over the Top Gun. <laughs> but uh, we got minus one sixty for and minus one fifty two, plus one thirty five, one twenty three for Tucker Lutz. Uh, I guess uh, I-, I lean Bogdasarian. I have uh, faded Tucker Lutz so many times. Uh, I just am never impressed by anything. I mean, getting guillotined by Daniel Pineda is nuts. That's insane. Uh, you know the P- Pat Sabatini loss. It's it seems like every time he gets out here, he's getting worse at uh, at the- these days. And his wins in the UFC are not great. Or his win. Yeah. I mean, it's technically a win because I don't count the contender series it's really. Contender
0: series. Where he went the distance. Also, once Aguila on my birthday, he fought Chase Gibson on my birthday. Shout out to me. Shout out. Um, yeah, Sherard Blackledge. Like he got taken down a couple times. <clears throat> the problem is, I think I think after the Sabatini fight, he took a long time off. Up Pineda. Pineda's is a tough. He's a tough fight for guys. I, maybe not as much anymore. You know, he's getting after the P D suspensions. Uh, but still, he you know he has a all of his fights I think are fin all his wins I should say are finishes. Uh, I I I don't know, man. I, these are two untrustworthy guys. Like, Melsic, Melsic's strong. He's quick. He has that kickboxing background. I think he's 9-2 as a kickboxer. Um, but, man, I, I've just been disappointed by him multiple times. Like, when he fought uh, that Bruno Sosa guy. Like, that, that Bruno Sosa guy stinks. Not and good. he kind of, uh, you know, uh, slowed down. He slows down in every fight, honestly. Like, every single one. He started off decent against Kulabal uh, cool and then was just cooked after that. The, um, the Colin Anglin fight, you know, he got taken down. He, he didn't look great against Colin Anglin. You know, we feel about Colin Anglin. Then his contender series fight, that guy wasn't good. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, this is another one where I'm like, fuck, man, who do I trust? The guy I can't trust or the guy I really can't trust? Um, I do think Lutz has some good cardio. I think that could be, like, it, this is a guy who comes in late in Lutz against a guy who starts early in In Melsic. so it's like you know what do I do with that you know do i do I bet lots now? do I bet him after the first round? Do I bet Melsic in the first round because I think Melsic could finish him early, you know he's got good kicks he's quick I just i don't know man uh
1: yeah, I mean, th- this is kind of just like a stay away from. It really, it really yeah. just screams stay away. It's too many of them. That's I what lean, do- That's I, what I'm doing. Yeah, and I, I probably am too. I lean Bogosarian. I'd love to take a, a TKO or something along those lines to kind of just, I, I don't know, get some action. I guess, but TKO plus two sixty two hundred is nice. I mean, he's not going to sub him more than likely, so it's uh, uh, it's basically just hoping that he cleans him out. And i probably play that in my private life, but I will not put that on the card, unfortunately, because I don't trust him to not get taken down or get subbed by Tucker Lutz. I, I don't know. You know what? I'm going to take it. I'm going to take – what
0: are you taking? I'm
1: taking Bogdasarian TKO plus 265. All
0: right, I'm going to take Tucker Lutz money
1: line. Wow, all right, let's go. Heads up! I think
0: let's spice it up. You know, what I mean, we're kind of getting to a, through a low right here. Uh, let's spice it up here. And that then you. when uh, Melsick wins by decision, we're both like, "Great!"
1: Yeah, we're like, "Okay, everybody sh- loses." This is why we stay away from this. <laughs> we always say that though. It's like whatever that you know, <laughs> whatever we don't think, like uh, we we both have different <laughs> sides. It's the house always wins, man, because it's they just cash the fuck out. I wish I lived in that house. Yeah, That's fuck sure. yeah, man! Uh, I. <laughs> This is the hardest name to ever spell. Song. No, it's not. Come on. Well, I mean, come on. I'm writing it down right now freehand, bro. It's it's a little difficult. All right, let's keep it moving, ladies and gentlemen. Where are we at here? Where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we at? We got like Stella. Stella, Stella. Oh, my Many goodness. Nunes, against a uh, Russian just looks like a fucking Terminator. Uh, Victoria Durkova. Is that the whoa, would you just press yeah. you just pressed some button over there, bro? I heard no, that. No, that's
0: shit. T- <laughs> Discord. I don't know what's going on. I gotta mute. Uh, mute but yeah.
1: No, Estella Nunes six and four, man, against Victoria Dudikova. It look this seems like uh, on the surface a set out to kind of introduce the public to Miss Dudakova. Uh, last time we saw Estella, she was getting uh ground impounded by Yasmin Yorgi, who we know this weekend just got uh, eviscerated. <laughs> Uh, she Girl. also was rear naked <laughs> choked by uh, Ariani Carlo- Carnelosi, so doesn't seem like Estella is really at this level, uh, right? Is that yeah. not a crazy thing to say? I think I think,
0: mean, I, think the pro- I think she just has some glaring holes, and I think cardio is one. Like she was beating Car- or she was doing well against Carnelosi, but you know couldn't stop the takedowns. She knocked down Estella Nuna, uh, Yasmin early, but then got knocked down twice. You know, so it's like she was doing well against Sam Hughes, and then she wasn't. You know, it, it, it's just. It's very... Uh, this fight is very reminiscent to me of the Luana Carolina and the Ivana Petrovich fight. You know, I really don't think this Dudakovich chick's that good. Um, I, I also was coming into this fight thinking she was much bigger than Estella Nunes, and she's not. She's got one inch of height, one inch of reach. She's six years younger. I... You know, her striking isn't bad and her wrestling isn't bad. She's... I, But it's not good. I don't think she's really that well-rounded. Uh, she... I will say that when she fought that chick, Maria Silva, who's pretty solid on the contender series, she didn't get a finish, but she blew out her knee in like the second round. I think she was still getting takedowns after that. Uh, That's the problem here. You know, is she going to get to, is Estella really just going to let her take her down? She probably will get taken down. Her takedown defense, 53%. It's a really tough matchup for her. But I also think she won that Sam Hughes fight. Went back and rewatched and I I thought she won two rounds, but uh, she has a really good Muay Thai background. She hits hard, man. Um, she just slows down. She just, you know, her takedown defense and her cardio is an issue. Um, and she doesn't have a win in the UFC yet. I think this is going to be it. I think she's going to beat Miss um, Dudakova. I don't think Dudakova that good. I don't think she's ready. You know, again, 6-0. Very un- unimpressive, uninspiring record. And, um, you know, just catalog of fights. I'm going to take Estella Nunez. I'm going to take a shot on her. Uh, she's not going to win a decision, right? So... Give me a Stella Nunez plus four seventy
1: five KO. Are you kidding me? No. That might be one of the most disgusting bets you've had on this show. <laughs> Are you fucking agree, but, like. What is agree, wrong but, with you? Hey, relax. You, now right, you um, know what you're getting plus six fifty on Fanduel right now. Way above all, right, all the I other fuck, ones. So
0: turn me up, Bavana can blow me. Um, I think she's gonna. <laughs> I think she's gonna hurt her early. Um, Come you know, on, Dan. I think she is. I think she's the better striker. Again. Are you
1: fucking serious? Um, like, I'm taking Duda Kovas uh, sub. Plus, <laughs> plus, what? What do we got here? Uh, 245.
0: That's probably a good line. Honestly, like, that's probably how she wins. Like, is she going to win a decision? She could win a decision against Nunes, but you got to figure at some point she's going to have a grappling. She's going to have a chance to just grab some kind of submission, right? You know? Um, a chick that doesn't take defend takedowns well and gashes out, yeah, it's a pretty good mix for you know a rear naked choke or armbar. But hope we'll so. see. I'm not. I'm not that impressed with Victoria Dudakova. And Not to say that Celia Nunes is some you know world beater. She hasn't beat anybody in the UFC, but <clears throat> she has a couple knockdowns. She's pretty much outstruck most of uh, the women she's fought. Uh, she hits hard, but again, man, that takedown defense is just—it's uninspiring. But. She, she starts quick too. That's that's the thing. I'm hoping she starts quick like she did against Yasmin and doesn't let it doesn't let the fight get extended. She remember she's six and four, so she's not that experienced. Just like due this is gonna be a really just sloppy flyweight fight. However, give me Mini Nunez in the first KO. Wrap it no, up. No, this
1: isn't the Mini Nunez. No, yeah, they- but
0: that. That Nunes Mini Nunez is
1: actually Nunes. not the Mini Nunez. She's just tiny and throws nukes, and I miss that. Yeah. I want to see her get back in there. But uh, Yeah,
0: we're going to see her
1: again. Austin Lingo. I know you uh, were saying at, at one time that he could uh, contend with Volkanovsky for the, the GOAT title at Featherweight, <laughs> but uh, Mr. Costa, who I am not going to attempt to say this guy's first name, Melchizel. 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 Costa is getting in there. Uh, what do we have odds-wise here? Uh, I don't I think, think
0: milk's like minus 220. Let's see. Yeah, Melk is yep. minus 220.
1: Minus 225, 240, plus 180, 200 for Mr. Lingo. Uh, I, last time, what, what, what did we see from Costa last time? He had a loss to Tiago Moises. He fought that. Was that on short notice?
0: <clears throat> yeah.
1: Right? Yeah, I think, I, th- I don't think
0: it was upper weight class, but it definitely was. Moises short was supposed to
1: fight Guram Kudaladze, and he dropped out. So then Costa stepped in. On I don't exactly know, but I know it was not a full camp. Uh, yeah. Mister Lingo, though, he's had a couple of fights. It seems like in the UFC, uh, a loss to Nate Lanweir, a win against Luis Saldana, uh, a win against Jacob <laughs> Kilburn, uh, Yusef Zalal. That's not a good uh, look on the on the sheet, yeah. but. Uh, I don't like anything to do with this. I- I'm hoping you can convince me to take something here.
0: Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think Melk is the reasonable favorite. I think he's a good parlay piece. Um, you know, the the, the Moises fight is pretty much a-, a throwaway, in my opinion. Also, that was up a weight class on short notice. <clears throat> so, yeah, I think he's got good clenched knees, good flying knees. Seems like he, he-, he really likes throwing those. Mixes it up a little bit. He's pretty well-rounded. I just I feel like his fight IQ is kind of a a concern. If you've watched any of his other fights uh, before the UFC, I mean, he has how many losses? Six, right? And he's only twenty six. Uh, two subs, three decisions, one KO. So he just kind of gives fights away. It seems like you know he loses uh, position. Um, just just young young thing. I know he's fought a lot, but uh, still inexperienced. Still twenty six. Like I said, Austin Lingo. He is bigger and longer than Austin Lingo. So I think. I think he should dominate Austin Lingo on the ground, honestly. Um, I feel like Lingo hasn't fought in a while since that, that Landwehr fight, right? No, nah, it hasn't been that long. Um, and he was doing well against Nate. He was doing really well, and then he wasn't. Uh, I do like his car, his, his boxing, um, but that's pretty much all I like. You know, he comes forward, he pressures. He just, he's more proven, but he doesn't really, I don't, I don't think his cardio or jiu-jitsu or grappling is, is that good. And I think that's where he's going to, you know, where he's going to fall behind here. So, I like Melk. Uh, I'd be interested to see what his sub line is. Because every single tab I have right now is frozen. Yeah, that's um, always
1: a, a tough situation here when you're trying to find something on the spot. We got submission plus 550 plus 380, 500. So it seems like the 380 number is the more. Uh, but Fanfield's got a good 500, look, so I like that.
0: I think it's a good look. I know he, he, he all his wins are spread out almost evenly by TKO, t- decision, and sub. So. Um, this is probably one more stay away. Uh, I'm going to keep staying away, I think. But, you know, I I keep looking at what we have left on the card. I'm like, I don't think there's really anything else I want to play. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to stay away. I don't know what to really think of Melk. He's only fought once, and it was just kind of, again, a throwaway fight. So we'll see what he does here. This would be a really good test to see what kind of fighter he is. But I would be surprised if he, you know, gets taught a bit of a vet lesson if he can't get the takedowns. But he should be able to. I don't think Austin Lingo's takedown defense is good. I don't think his cardio is good, uh, so I got milk sub. That's the official pick.
1: I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'll go milk. Uh, I'll go milk sub, and I'll put it on the card. Turn Pass the sub plus five hundred.
0: Like Zalaw, when Zalow was just taking down Lingo at will, uh, and had had a couple of sub attempts. Yeah, that's that's not a great look, like you said.
1: Yeah, I I just like you said. I kind of need something to play here. I'm just I'm kind of throwing dart. This is a a card where you lose money on, so you're really smart to just go (laughs) and do whatever you're gonna do on a given uh, Saturday evening. But if you're gonna bet this card, then you you need some shit. You need some ammo and some shit to play. Uh, So a a nice Costa sub early in the night would uh, would feed families. Some people would say so. Gennaro Valdez. I know you are a big fan of Mister Gennaro. He is getting in there against Evan Elder, the formerly mentioned. Evan Elder, are you a big fan of Evan Elder? I think so. He's minus three hundred again in this uh, fight against Genaro Valdez, who is plus two forty uh, right away. <laughs> I, I don't. I mean, I don't like anything here. Evan Elder, like you said, was winning that fight against uh, Sadikov before the nasty cut, and uh, you know, a loss to Preston Parsons, who you have said is the next Conor McGregor, which I, I understand, but. I think he is. Uh, no, I mean he's got nine submissions. So, but he, and, he, and he survived that. So,
0: and yeah, I think he was up up a weight class on short notice. That's always tough, man.
1: No, a hundred percent, hundred percent. So,
0: I, and I think he's probably bigger than the Valdez. Ginar- the thing about Valdez is, um, I think me or you on the right day could could you know drop him, knock him down a little bit, hurt him, wobble him he got dropped how many times? Four, five sticks against Matt Favolo. That was bad. He just got, like in like three minutes. Yep. You know, you get, you get knocked down like once per minute in a fight. That's just <laughs> not a good look, man. That's, that's Johnny Walker. Ask speaking of Johnny Walker, his brother is out of his debut fight. I know. Wow, he's that.
1: No. Volcan um, or Volton or whatever the fuck the guy's yeah, name was. Volcano. No.
0: Um, yeah, he's out of his fight and some, I forget who, but somebody not good replaced him.
1: Nice. So. It's always good. Uh,
0: it's uh, who the fuck was it? Because you was supposed to fight Mr. Usman, right?
1: Is Mr. Big Usman. Jesus.
0: Yeah, it was it's Jake Collier, so big ah. difference there. <laughs> from,
1: <laughs> from above. I
0: mean, we're gonna have Jay Collier and Mike Usman there. It's gonna look like two different just athletes in two different sports, but um yeah, I mean look at Genaro Valdez strike strikes absorb per minute. We're almost at eight. Um That's not good. Needless to say. No. Um <laughs> <laughs> not not good. Not good at all. Um I think he's definitely killer be killed. I think he could, you know, go out there and, and push a pace and, and maybe uh land some strikes on Evan Elder, but Evan Elder hits hard. Um he has good counters, he has good kicks. It seems like he has good cardio from what I've seen. Pretty well rounded, trains at low uh, kill Killcliffe. I th- I just think he's a he's kind of like a low upside fighter. Like I don't know you know this is a big price tag, so I don't know what the upside is. Um. Yeah. I just really, I really just don't think Jannarvi is any good, man. Like, I know he's got you know, tough Mexican spirit, this and that, but like, who did he fight ever? You know, before he came to the UFC, nobody. Dude, Natan Levy was rocking him, and Natan Levy doesn't have good striking at all. He's he's a big dude, and he's you know decent, but he, he doesn't. He's not a striker. He's a wrestler, and he he wobbled him a couple times, man. So, uh, and you can say the same thing about Evan Albert. Who did he fight before the UFC? A guy who was nine sixteen. You know. Mr. Uh, Marcos Andrusia, your boy. And then he went to the third round with him. So, I don't know, man. This is a really just, you know, low-level fight. These are guys who I think, they are they both on two fight loose streaks? They are. I think they're own four combined in the UFC. Um, I could be wrong. I thought Gennaro, Gen- yeah.
1: Yeah, you're right. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> but, well, Yeah, I don't count the contender series against Patrick nah, White. I, I, I
1: don't out. count the contender series. And Who's out
0: striking? Gennaro Valdez, by the way. Yeah. Um, Inside the distance, think, minus
1: one forty-five for Elder. Sorry to cut you off, but I, I just no. I
0: think that I was just gonna, I was just gonna go down that that route. Man, that's a
1: bit, it's a, not yeah. a wide line, but it kind yeah. of is.
0: But I, I still like it, man. Again, Gennaro Valdez, just his chin is not good, and he gets hit a lot. I mean, dude, get knocked down four times in three minutes. That's rough. So I, I'm gonna go. I don't know. I'm gonna go Evan Elder inside the distance.
1: Yep, we Let's gotta go. we gotta
0: play something. Hell yeah, uh, I'm with really you. I think he. Uh, this is a good bounce-back spot for Elder. He lost two in a row, but they were, they were tough fights. And the one he was you know, he got hit with a nasty cut, a nasty knee that made, forced a nasty cut. And the first fight, again, he was moving up, fighting a guy who was just much bigger, much stronger. And that was just it was a bad matchup. It was a bad everything. So uh, I think this is where he bounces back, gets a win, Janaro Valdez. Not UFC level, man. I think he's going to probably get cut after this fight or maybe uh, his next fight. But, yeah, give me uh, Evan Elder, check right hook, knock down, ground and pound.
1: Tyson Nam, he's getting in there again. I know Tyson Nam, everyone a fan favorite. No, I'm just uh, be, in, in all seriousness. Uh, he he's coming off of a uh, brutal. Uh, he got finished by Bruno Silva, so that was not a good luck. But I believe this gentleman is making his UFC debut, right? Uh, yep. Azat, sorry, Azat, Azat Kazaka yeah kazakh Moxum. Moxum. there's a lot of uh k's going on here there's a lot of shit going on here but he's from Kazakhstan. So Hello. Oh, he's from kazakhstan his last fight was in well, january la. <laughs> well, la, la. but uh so he is uh i don't know much about this gentleman this is a 125 fight uh i, I would assume he's probably the favorite
0: yeah he's i think a big favorite I think he's one of the biggest favorites. Minus four hundred,
1: yeah. So that that seems he's second favorite behind uh, Jack Della. So he fights uh, a lot in
0: octagon with a C, not octagon with a K. Oh um, shit! I don't know. I don't know. It looks like some of the guys he's fought, like going off the records. Everybody that he's fought recently has a winning record. So eight and 12 and six, eight and four, twelve and three, seven and three, five and zero, five and one, six zero. Like that's 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 pretty cool to see. I mean, you don't really see that often, especially when you're getting a, a European fellow. You know, um, and Tyson Nom's like, what, 40, 39, man. I don't know. I don't know about Mr. Nam. The, the, you know, the thing about him is he, he hits hard, great power, pretty, pretty quick. He's just low output, low output, durability, age concerns. Uh, and if you look at his wins, like what are his wins? Ode Osborne. Uh, you know, I think if they run it back, he could probably lose. He, he caught him with a good shot. Um, Jerome Rivera. I mean, come on now, give me a break. then <laughs> Your boy. This was honestly probably the worst, the, the worst fighter in UFC history. It has to be. Given all the circumstances, Zaruk Adoshev came into the <laughs> UFC with like a two-in-one record. Okay? <laughs> and he got sparked out of there in like 30 seconds by Tyson Nam, so it's
1: Four and four now. <laughs> four and
0: four! Cedric Doombay. The world, the killer from France, from France couldn't fight in the UFC, but this guy could multiple times. Ryan Benoit. I mean,
1: remember Ryan Benoit?
0: No, I don't want to. Jerome Rivera, um,
1: who just got flatlined to BKFC by the way by John Thompson. <laughs> so <forgot> that. <laughs> that's fucking awful.
0: Um, this maximum guy, I mean, we you know we just we just don't know about much about him, right? So uh, it looks like he has a pretty good. He has pretty good power. I think what he wants to do is take this to the ground. And I think he should be able to do that easily. Easily. Um, I'm trying to see what his inside the distance is. Minus
1: 115.
0: Yeah, I'm probably just going to stay away. I mean, this is a a flyweight fight. Uh, Tyson Nam's won fights that he shouldn't have won. He's old. This guy's making his debut. There's a lot of things I don't really know here. So I'm going to stay away from that. But I'd probably take Azat to to get a sub.
1: I'm going to take Azat. Inside the distance, minus one fifteen. I, I already had it written down, so it was Locked in, baby. ready your, to go your... when you said that. Uh, I, yeah, I just I don't trust Tyson Nam. He was an easy out in the last time. I didn't really know much about Bruno Silva then either. You know, I, I mean, I knew enough that he was going to get him out of there. And Azat is undefeated. He has fought sixteen times. Like he's you know, and, and like you said, you named some of the the, the the records of people that he's fought. They're not horrible. So it's I I, I, I don't know. I just don't like. Other than Tyson Nam catching him, which could happen in any fight, he's just counting on that, and then he kind of fades as the fight goes on. His, his ways of winning are very slim and short. So give me uh, give me the uh, UFC up-and-comer Azat. I don't like betting guys making their debut, but uh, this seems like a uh, another one. I just bet Dudakova in the other one, but it seems like they're setting a couple people up here to kind of showcase them a little bit. So, Yeah, Mini Nunez. Carl Deaton third. here we go. This is what we came here to see. Carl Deaton getting in there against Alex Munoz. Now, Carl Deaton, I believe, was a late uh, replacement in a Joe Selecki fight, who I think, I don't remember who Selecki was supposed to fight that card. I think it was Benoit. Um, if I'm not mistaken, but uh, it was it was somebody, yeah. right? Thank, a-
0: hey, listen, go from Benoit to Carl Deaton, you know. He, I mean that that's air. one
1: of the best things that's ever happened to Joe Selecki, honestly. <laughs> that that yeah, it was uh it was Benoit and then it just wound up being uh Carl Deaton the next weekend. So and Carl Deaton just got backpacked and subbed at the end of that. Uh I don't yeah. know much Thanks about Alex Munoz, to be honest. Uh Alex Munoz Oh, that's right, he fought Luis Pena. That was a while ago, though. Okay. So it, he a while. He, was, a while. Robbed. he also fought Nick Newell uh, on the uh, contender series. Now I remember that. He was the douchebag that was Fighting the guy with one hand, man. I mean, cause, <laughs> have some respect. Let him win. No, I, mean, I didn't I, even I, knock him out. Yeah, I'm, ju- I'm just kidding. Justin Gaethje,
0: when he fought Nick Newell, was like, oh, I don't care how many
1: arms you have. Yeah, but... bro, Like, I'm trying to fucking clean you out. But <laughs> Munoz is a favorite here at minus 200 against Carl Deaton. I don't, we really didn't learn much about Carl Deaton in that first fight uh, against no. Joe Selecki. He really was in no ever in a position of uh, strength. Uh, I, I guess I ask you, uh, what do you like anything here? I mean, I, I really, this seems un Yeah, I think
0: you said unpettable. I was like, we're not petting? Um, I, I, I just, I, I don't think Carl Deaton's that good. Mooney he was just bigger, longer, they're the same age. Um, Carl Deaton fought, I think, at 145 in the PFL a couple times. He, um, he dropped that dude, Flores, that he lost to. Uh, when he fought, who else did he fight? He lost that dude Jonas Flock, who uh, in Big John's MMA, where he just got shot out laid on. His last win, his last wins came against Antoine Blossom Blossom game, seven and eight, Justin James, your boy, sixteen and eight, Star Roberts, five and twenty-six. So I mean, you know, this guy has beaten up bums pretty much his whole career. I guess he had a no contest with Sheppe back in the day. I don't know what happened with that. Uh, maybe somebody tested positive for something. Um, yeah, I, you know, I just don't think this guy's very good. Um, he's not, it, it seems like he's decent at everything, but he's not really good at anything. He's like a submission grappler, but he can't really wrestle. Um, you know, he's dropped a couple guys, but his striking's not good. I, uh, I really like Alex Munoz here. I know it's been a while since he's fought, but I also think he was robbed against Luis Peña. I just watched that fight. He won the first two rounds for sure. And when he fought Nas- Nasrat, uh, it was just kind of a, a tough stylistic matchup, if you will. Before that, he had a couple good fights on the contender series or the regional scene against some decent fighters, Nick Newell, Troy Lampson, just decent guys. Um, Oklahoma State wrestler, high school, two-time high school state champ, and he's the wrestling coach at Team Alpha Male. He has some decent boxing. I've seen, you know, he clipped Luis Payne a little bit, and he's fought some decent strikers, right? So I just think he has the advantage everywhere. He doesn't win this fight. Um, I know, Again, he hasn't fought in a while, but I think he's been staying active, you know, being the wrestling coach at Team Alpha Male. I think that I, I I don't think he's going to be, uh, you know, looking looking like he's taking five years off. So Carl Dean, I just don't think is UFC level. Minus 200 for M- I think Munoz could get him out of there. I don't know how or why or when, but I think he's a solid just lock. If you want to parlay him with the next chick that we're going to talk about, the next chick, uh, Eileen Perez. Uh, if you want to parlay him with anybody, honestly, Jack Della and Alex Munoz. I really like him in this spot. I know it's minus 200, so it seems like it's unbettable, like you said, which it probably is. Especially given that we don't really know anything about either guy, right? Two years off for him, and then Carl Deaton, uh, a late notice fight. So the variance in this fight could be wide. Give me Alex Munoz by however he wants. It could be a decision. Um, I just I don't know. I don't know, but I think he's he's a sol- he's a solid uh he's a solid like parlay piece.
1: I don't have an option for Munoz inside the distance here, so I'm trying to find. Just to compare, he's plus one twenty, uh, for a decision. Uh, inside the distance, okay. I don't have one, but uh, I like, I, li- I kind of like that decision. Plus, uh, plus
0: two seventy five inside the distance. Jesus. Yeah, I don't. I mean, he he's gone the distance multiple times. Again, he, he doesn't have any to fights total, especially in the UFC. It's been a while, and both his UFC fights went the distance. Both his fights before the UFC went the distance. So, I I, I like what you're thinking. I like where you're at. It's just like, what do we, uh, you know what are we really basing that off of? You know, we haven't True. seen much of either. So I do like that. I do like that. I kind of want to play it, but I'm, um, you know, I would, I really think he has a massive grappling advantage here. So I could see him getting a sub, maybe a ground a pound, something like that. But, uh, I'm going to pick Munoz by sub. I'm just, I don't know what to play. So I'm going to stay away.
1: I'm going to take the decision.
0: I like, I, I mean, most about. of his wins are by decision. So I, as, I you draw, as you draw enough, from
1: uh, I dropped the pen, but, uh, Carl, yeah, this shit fucking fell so far away. Uh, Carl Deaton, but from what I saw in that uh, Joe Selecki fight, that he at least comported himself somewhat good on uh, defensively, and it took seems like a dog. Uh, yeah, it took like ten minutes for uh, him. I mean, he got taken down pretty easily, but uh, I think he just at least defended himself somewhat well. I don't really like this bet. I probably would, should stay away, but I just think Munoz is kind of like you said, a, a classic wrestler. He'll just hold his position you know land some punches and uh if deaton were to give up something then maybe he takes it but i could see this being like a grind fe- a three-round grind fest yeah and he wins it i so. agree
0: i could play the i could look at the over but also i you know i don't know I, i'm just gonna stay away
1: over is minus 235 they think this thing's going to decision it seems like uh minus 235 for over two and a half rounds so that's uh that's that. So we got one more, ladies and gentlemen. We got one more, one more fight to talk about, and then uh, Ty previewed it a little bit. Ashley Evan Smith, AES. As some people out there, have seen. <laughs> I believe
0: it's a fighting organization.
1: In AES. I'm sure. I believe it is. I believe I've seen a couple of people. Uh, Alaska. No, I'm just kidding. I'm done with Alaska. <laughs> uh, against Eileen Perez, who uh, Ty is a big fan of her Instagram. So yeah,
0: she uh, she's a great follow for her uh, knowledge, smart, of course. beautiful. And her beautiful whispering eye.
1: Uh, oh, I guess we were supposed to have uh, Luke Gay and uh, Dos Años on this card. I just saw that. That would have been sick. But we
0: were supposed to have what's the name too? This is listen. I was saving all my chips for Josh Parajan and Walt Harris. I was here for the big ticket to get his fucking return win.
1: Well, the big ticket here for is on is on the use now. He's on he's on <laughs> that fucking Mexican supplements, dude. He's not playing around. Yeah, right. yeah.
0: Uh, I don't well either is UFC because he's yeah. not a fight.
1: He's that, also like forty-two. Shout out to Usada, insane. yeah. So Walt Harris is probably done. He had a good career. Shout out to, shout out to the,
0: USADA, shout out to Usada, the new partner of the PFL.
1: Yeah, they need it. It seems like everyone's yeah. on the juice over there. Which uh, well, I think we should just yeah, have a fighting championships where people are on the juice. I think we people, many that's people what they they were supposed that, to be.
0: So I thought we're gonna, you know, I don't know. That's what one FC is. Yeah, exactly. 1FC.
1: So uh, Ashley Evans Smith, Eileen Perez. Uh, what do we have line wise? I'll tell you. We have minus two twenty-five. For Eileen Perez, plus 185 for AES, Ashley Evan smith a- Ashley Evan smith is 6-5 and five in her career. This is a yes, disgusting, is. disgusting way to start this card, to be honest. And I don't think Ashley Evan smith Rebel Girl, should be in the UFC, coming off of uh, two straight losses. Andrea Lee, Norma Dumont. She did go to the decision, but 2019-2020, it's been three years since she's been in there, so... I mean, I guess there is the outside possibility that she has made large strides in her game, but she is 36. I mean, uh, I'm just, hey, man, I'm playing a little devil's advocate. She's also coming off of
0: it. She ripped her fucking knee apart. Well, and, no, no, no. I'm sorry. She didn't rip her knee apart. She had spinal surgery.
1: Okay. Well, that's and not good. she got suspended for PEDs. Okay. Well, all this stuff is not good. It's not good <laughs> if you're looking for ways to bet AES. But guess what, ladies and gentlemen? This might be the play of the night. For, oh, for Ty and for me, too. Eileen oh, Perez good. inside the distance, baby.
0: Let's go. Let's go. I was hoping you weren't. You no, weren't I'm not. I'm that. not a <laughs> dummy.
1: I'm not a dummy. Eileen Perez should probably idiot, smoke this girl. Dumb. Yeah, she should beat the shit out of her.
0: Yeah, I like, you know, I like to feed Ashley Evans-Smith here. I mean, uh, she made her debut way back in 2014. And she got fucking fried to a crisp against Raquel Pennington. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> I, I do remember She beat the of Veronica Macedo Now Veronica Hardy um, But dude Getting armbarred In the first round Against Sarah Mor- Morass Morris Morass Mor- Morass uh, That's just a bad look I don't care How long ago it was uh, Her only wins Coming against Veronica Macedo Hardy And ben Rawlings And Marion Renault, Who's like 77 years old Yeah, I, You know When she fought uh, Andrea Lee She got Just worked um, she, it's funny because Ashley Evans Smith is a three time California state wrestling champion. Um, or no, I'm sorry, a three state wrestling champion. She, she won wrestling titles in California, in Washington, and in Oregon. Oh, that, uh, really JUCO All American, JUCO All American, allegedly four times. I looked up the college she went to. It, it, it's a JUCO and it's very random. But who's
1: wrestling in, in like, I always you wonder know, this. Like with the little girls- female wrestling, in yeah. you know, a
0: JUCO in the middle of nowhere, California. You can't be, uh, you know, she can't be out here wrestling Jordan Burroughs' sister or anything. You know, it like, sounds like a
1: participation trophy, if you ask me. But I don't. It know. It sounds like
0: a situation where you can say, "Yeah, I won the states four times, and nobody will fact check you because yeah. they can't." Everyone's so, like, "Who'd you
1: wrestle?" Oh well, they look at the girl over there, like what my cousin, that girl?
0: my mom, the janitor. Um, it's funny because she has that wrestling background, yet she's not a good wrestler. <laughs> like <laughs> Norma Dumont was taking her down at will, knocked her down. Uh, I know it was three years ago, but dude, major spinal surgery? I mean, you know. That that's that's the ultimate red flag if I've ever seen one. I Eileen Perez, I think she has some decent striking and she was doing well, I thought, against uh our girl Stephanie Egger, And then she just pulled a stunt. Pulled an absolute stunt. Uh she had a couple she had an A takedown before she uh, Lost that fight. Uh, I think she just should have recovered her here. This is really just a fate of, of AES. I know she's shorter than AES, but she's uh, eight years younger, only a one inch reach disadvantage. I, I, Eileen Fiona P- Perez, which I you know I don't know about that nickname, but I think this is a uh, this is her first. This is gonna be her first UFC win. I think she should. You know, she has the most TKO wins, but. I don't know. I think she's going to beat her up, and uh, at some point, just Ashley Evans Smith is going to quit, and then she's going to be six and six, and then she's going to get cut. So, easy setup fight, easy showcase fight, easy, uh, you know, pack your shit fight. So,
1: thanks Fiona for coming. Yes, it was a good let's career. do it.
0: Yeah, it was not.
1: That's it. That's the that's the uh, entire card, and that is what a uh, card. That, is, that yeah, I can't believe we just spent an hour and ten minutes basically talking about this. So. Uh, do you have anything else before we get out of here?
0: Um, I do not. I do not believe. I do not believe. I don't think there's really any any boxing. Alicia Bumgarner is getting in there this weekend. One of the better women boxers in the world. Um, who else? Nonito Donair. I can't believe he's still fighting. Um, yeah, no, nothing really. Next week is going to be the week where we um
1: get in on the boxing, get,
0: or is it two weeks? Yeah, I guess the next the end of this month because again that that fulton in a way fight is next tuesday i'm sorry is it two tuesdays no I it's next. it's, this it's summer not summer. this
1: tuesday no? It's no? Ne- okay it's
0: the 25th but that whole week like fulton in a way the 25th uh spence crawford and ufc 291 on the 29th that's crazy I don't it does suck i'm hoping i'm ho- also a week after that we have jake paul nate diaz that fight's coming up qu- i forgot you know i forgot all about that to be completely honest, that's in two, three weeks. So, um, yeah, it kind of does suck. I have a feeling the Spence Crawford fight's going to uh, – I don't know. I don't know. It seems like that's going to – it's going to happen at like 11, 30, 12. I think it will come on before the UFC main event at least. Yeah, uh, it just,
1: it's a tough but, way to like balance it back and forth. Like I, I don't think I I'll be able – I'll probably have to pick one. I won't be able to watch both.
0: Yeah, I'm hoping to go to the local sports bar. Maybe they have both on. I, I don't know. It, it, it's going to be great. It's going to be a great night, a great week. Um, so I'm excited for that. I'm, excited, you know, I'm not excited for this card, but we have London next week, right? They go back to London. Um, that's always fun to see everybody hyping up uh, your girl Molly Meatball. Gross.
1: Yeah, with but, an Aspinall and whoever, Tybora yeah, or whoever, whatever the Tybora, fuck. Yeah,
0: Tybora, right. So, um, yeah, nothing really this weekend-ish, but it's kind of a slow build towards the end of this month where it's going to be just awesome. And hopefully the the whole end of the year, you know, we're going to get some good Some good fights.
1: Well, that is the Shoulder Strikes MMA podcast. I have 10 plays. You have 6 plays. So we have plenty of uh, ammo and action going on Saturday night. Enjoy the card. Enjoy your weekend, ladies and gentlemen. And this has been the Shoulder Strikes MMA podcast. My name is Matt McSweeney.
0: I am Psycho Poe. And
1: as always, make sure you flush twice.